Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Jesse, over the weekend, you saw the Barbie movie for the first time. Yes. The big old group of laters, uh, l- listeners. Laters? <laughs> Ladies? Oh, boy. Ladies. Cheryl uh, and her friends and family. Yes. You went with them. And so because of that, I can finally give you this Barbie test that we talked about last week. Okay. So the Barbie test, this is something that women, they are using on their men to see, like, is he really a good guy? So they go and see the Barbie movie. And then afterwards, they kind of quiz him on it. And they're like, okay, this says a lot about your character. Mm. It's not a legit quiz. It's just, it, it's random. Qu- like, I came up with my own questions okay. based off of the movie. Um, All right. I'm prepared. I'm, I'm going into this out, confident. Yeah, if you're a good guy or not. Yep. Okay. So one of the questions that women are asking is, how does he react when you ask him just to go see the movie? Uh-oh. And so I'm thinking back <laughs> to when listener Cheryl... Oh. Asked you to see the movie. How okay. did you react? Oh, okay, good. I thought you meant when you asked. Well, when I asked, you didn't handle it well. You were kind of like, I don't care about the movie. I'll see it if someone invites me. Uh, yeah, that's true. So, I didn't feel like I was in the demographic for it. But when Cheryl, the listener, came in yeah. and asked me to go, um, at first, I was like a little surprised. I wasn't really expecting someone to actually do that. Yeah. But I knew deep down inside, I was like, you know what? I meant it when I said, if somebody invites me, I'll go. So I did it. And I went. So I think I think you okay. I think and I was you, curious you to that. see the movie. Okay, I was. I was like, why is this movie? Yeah. Why is everybody going to see it? Why is it made so much money? Because it has to be pretty good in that case, right? Yeah. All right. So we'll let you we'll let you have that one. Okay. Number two. Um, how do you feel about the way that Ken was portrayed? Um. Well, I'm gonna. I don't think this is spoiling too much, but Ken. Um. At first, he just feels like he's not getting out of attention in this movie, mm-hmm. right? He feels like Barbie gets all the attention. He wants a little more love and attention for Barbie. Yeah. How do I feel he's portrayed? Um, he's portrayed like Ken. I don't know what to say. He's not the star of the show. Uh, okay. He's never Barbie. It's Barbie. It's not, you know, Ken. It's Barbie. So, uh, do and, and then they do this whole thing where the guys get a little bit more attention in the movie. It's all so over the top. And it's in this make-believe land and everything. So it's fine. Like, it's all goofy. Okay, so so from that, did you feel like the movie bashed men? Do you feel like it was this big bash on no. men? And it was, everyone's hating on men. Do you no. feel that from no. the movie? No, no. They, it, it, there's a... There's a part of the movie, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but there's a part of the sure. movie where he decides that, uh, wow, it'd be nice. Because in Barbie land, men are not in charge. Mm-hmm. But then he decides he would like that to be opposite, right? Mm-hmm. So he starts, you know, buying horse books and like driving big cars and stuff. Trying and like to be that. a man. Trying to be a man. Not Do just all man, yeah. stereotypical man things. And it's all over the top. Like he lives in a saloon. It's like... Okay, but no, not at all. It's it's stereotypical. I thought it was poking fun. Okay, so lastly, why do you think that the movie was emotional for some women? Um, because 
Uh, yeah, it was more emotional Fail. than I expected. No, no. <laughs> um, this is so tough because I didn't play with Barbies or anything growing up. I'm trying to think about this here. Why was it emotional? This is just your opinion, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to judge you based on your opinion. <laughs> Oh man, I wasn't prepared for that you. loaded question here. I told you. Why is it emotional for some women? Uh, because some women maybe feel like it life isn't fair, and guys get a lot more opportunities, and they make more money, and maybe that uh, that uh, this movie brings that to light and, and okay. highlights that. Um, right. And or maybe they're in a relationship. You know, even in this movie, they they make fun of like toxic max masculinity. They kind of yeah. make fun of that. But you or somebody had told me there's stories where. Some ladies that have gone to see the movie go, oh, that actually reminds me of the person I'm with, the guy I'm with. And now, oh, yeah, I don't like that. Some, yes, that's it was me who said that. Some women online have admitted that watching the Barbie movie with their boyfriend kind of, they had already been fighting with their man ahead yeah. of time, but then they went and saw the movie and it made them realize that, oh, I need to break up with this guy. <laughs> that's how powerful the movie was. So. Yeah. That, that's the end of my quiz. I, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and pass you. I, I feel like guy? you're a good guy. So, By the way, I recommend Although, people go see it. Somebody asked if it was appropriate for kids. There is a little bit of humor in there that, uh, you know, as adults, we might realize it's... You know, think of Shrek, how Shrek kind of pushed the line a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think any kid is going to understand any of these jokes. No, they wouldn't. But They're, overall, I think the movie is like geared towards adults. Not that it's bad for kids, but I, I feel like they made it with adults in mind. I don't think it's geared for like five-year-olds or anything. Yeah. Like little kids, I would say, aren't going to get most of it. They might be bored by it almost. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Anna, would you ever use a service where somebody else would do your laundry for you? I am I feel like yes. Okay, but let me I, describe I need how more this info. works. Okay. It's this service called Poplin. And think of it like Uber for laundry. P-O-P-L-I-N is the name of the service. John Matarese on Channel 9 was talking about it. And what you would do is, uh, let's say you uh, you have your bag of dirty clothes. Yeah. You put it out on your front step or wherever. Somebody comes by, picks it up. They clean it. They dry it. They fold it. And they return it to you the next day. Hmm. And you pay a fee for this. Um, but think about it, though. You're not going to have, first of all, you don't do it yourself. Second yeah. of all, you're not using your own water. And I know all of these things are negated by the fact you just do your laundry at your parents' oh, house. Parents. But let's say your parents weren't cool with that. Okay. Uh, you could use this service. Um, I have questions, but I know you yeah. probably have more questions than I do. Well, I've got a, just a couple of thoughts. Here is, when you said, Anna, would you ever let someone just do your laundry for you? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. Um, in my brain, I'm thinking of like a designated preferably woman that I, I get to know her. She's like my laundry woman and I trust her and I know her and she does it every week. This sounds like I have random people just coming by, taking it with them mm -hmm. and then they're doing it. And I've got, you know, all I can think about are my, my intimates, my bras and my underwear, yep. just chilling in my laundry bag. And some guy comes along and is doing weird things with my stuff. And <laughs> yeah. then he's dropping it back off. And I don't know what happened to my laundry in between the cleaning process. Don't know. And I'd feel real uncomfortable. It, it's, Yeah, I'm thinking back to the time at my apartment complex when I caught the guy taking my stuff out of the dryer in our little laundry room that we share. And he had my, you know, like lacy underwear in hand. And I felt real weird. So that's, mm -hmm. that is what flashes through my mind. What about you? What are your questions i don't feel a need to do this i, I it's fine i'll Is just that... do my own uh i guess if i was that concerned about those particular things are you not thinking of that 
No, well, no I'm one's not. gonna do anything weird with your boxers. I, I think, would keep. I would just wash all those myself. I'll just. I just have a. I just do a load of that, and then if they want to do everything else. Um, okay. I mean, I have no problem taking my stuff to like a dry cleaner. They have to like, those are just shirts and stuff. So that doesn't bother me at all. But if, if the underwear is a problem, then I'll just, yeah, I, I'll do that. But there are people that are doing this on the side. There are the people that are washing the laundry. And that's my question. Who are these people? Yeah. And I don't... how do you, can you vet them out or whatever? That's you know? my thing. But one lady said she makes a hundred, 200 bucks a week washing other people's laundry. Wow. Yeah. And they fold it too? They fold it too. Oh, now that's kind of nice. Um, getting it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just something weird about a stranger touching my, my laundry. And then it doesn't feel clean to me anymore. Did they wash their hands before they folded my laundry? I do not know the answer to Do you know what question. I mean? And especially you, because you're such a germaphobe. I'm surprised you're okay with this. I, mean, I feel I have more. I don't know. I didn't say I'm signing up for it. Okay. But like, but, but you yeah. go into Airbnbs. Think of the things that you don't know about an Airbnb. What happened to those sheets before you got in them? <laughs> think about it. I I do think about that, but that's a little different. I'm just traveling. These are my like. This is Your clothing. Things. Yeah, these are my well, things. These are the clothing I'm putting on my body, putting in my drawers and my closet. I. Ugh. If you're uh, curious and you want to try this out, it costs about <laughs> 10 bucks for an average bag or hamper. Uh, we'll post this story up on our Facebook page. It's called Poplin, P-O-P-L-I-N. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. It is time for the Truth Jar, where we have this jar that has just been loaded up with questions. They're folded mm -hmm. up. They're meant to uh, really expose some things. And it's Anna's turn to answer a question out of the Truth Jar. And, whoa, this is one of the, whoa, this one is right to the point. Oh, no. <laughs> Anna, why are you single? Oh. Did your oh, nephews write this? I know. My, my nephews ask me that all the time. They're like, why aren't you married? Why don't you have kids? Is something wrong with you? Uh, uh, I know oh, there's probably a lot of reasons why I'm single. Um, Anna, can I just describe what she just did? She's got like this little sweater shawl thing, <laughs> and she literally pulled it a little more over her shoulders, almost like a protective blanket. This she wrapped scary. herself up a little bit more. So um, I'll ask you again, Anna, why are you single? I just read something. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The other day and it said if your life is chaotic, then you shouldn't be dating. Get your life in order and then go out and date. And I know that's one of those like cheesy motivational things on Instagram that I found, but I liked it and it stuck with me. And I thought, that's it right there. My life is chaotic. I 
we've talked about my finances over the air and how I'm just this wild woman who I could die tomorrow and I'm going to buy trips to Thailand before I pay off my debt and I'm just crazy with my money, right? So that's one thing. You know, I've got my car sitting out front. Does, still doesn't have a bumper on it Mm-mm. because I have fun things to do before it, but the car still drives. I'm like, who cares about the bumper? I got fun stuff to pay for, mm-hmm. you know, um, in that way with my money. Um, and just with my, with my everyday life, I think I'm chaotic too, not just money. Like I, someone's like, you want to go out and do this? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. You know, I just am flying by the seat of my pants. I don't really have very much um, like routine in my life. And so I think because of that, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Like I I like to have fun. I'm spontaneous. But I think because of that, I attract other chaotic people Mm -hmm. when I try to go out and date. So I think that if you've noticed my dating history, a lot of the guys that I've gone out with, they maybe aren't ready for commitment or they're kind of doing their own thing right now. And I think because I am so living life on the edge, I think that's what I am attracting in. And I think that if I were to maybe become a little more responsible in some ways, then maybe would be a good time to go out and actually try and date. And then maybe I would attract someone who is similar to me in that way if I were a little more responsible. Does so that, so that's, what I, that's what I think. I don't, maybe I'm just crazy, but. Well, here comes, and I agree with that. Uh-oh. <laughs> but here since I've known you. <laughs> I just snorted. Okay. You did. Are you scared for what I'm about <laughs> yeah. to say? I wasn't ready for it. I'm a fair person. Okay. You, everything you just said is true. However, you have attracted guys that aren't chaotic, in my opinion. And you have dated guys uh. that aren't like that. Mm-hmm. And they quickly get shooed away. Being, they, they do. And it's uh, usually something along the lines of... I'm broadly speaking here, but they start to feel an attraction towards you or possibly even some feelings or they just even vocalize that they like spending time with you. And that's when you start getting weirded out. And you'll say things to me like, uh, why does that person even like me? They like, they don't even know me. And I'm like, (laughs) you have gone on three dates with that person. Like, it's not that they know everything about you, but they know enough about you to know that they like you, which by the way, Somebody can like you after the first date. It doesn't yeah. mean you're going to get married. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean all these things. But I think it sort of freaks you out. Except my question to you then is, when is it appropriate for someone to start to show feelings for you in that instance? And I don't think you have an answer for that. I don't think I do. Because and maybe speaking, speaking bluntly, I don't think you let it get that far down the road. I don't. So maybe, well, and maybe that ties back into what I'm saying. Maybe I'm not ready to become like buckle down and, you know, cut out some of that chaos. Yep. Maybe I'm not ready to do that. So when someone comes along who maybe shows interest, it kind of freaks me out because I'm like, uh oh, I know what happens next. But here's the part gotta, that gets me with you. What's that? I think that you think that you're not ready for that. So you're like, let's go live it up. Let's do the things. I don't have to worry about this other person. Yeah. But about every three months, all of a sudden, those dating apps get re-downloaded. <laughs> so there's, a, there's something there that says yeah. you do want that person. I do. And you know what this all comes down to? Don't. I'm not going to say, say it. it. Say it. It starts with a T. <laughs> He's going to say therapy. Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and I can because I, I go every, I have a thing every single week and I'm willing to give you my referral code again. 
expecting to get that little discount going. It's just good to have somebody to talk to, really. Yeah. Somebody and somebody they might just be like, you know what, yeah. live it up for a little bit. But here are the it's, things you can identify. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. There's um, just know there's nothing wrong with you. People No. There isn't. But I don't think and I don't think there is. Like deep down, yeah. I'm like I, I think I'm fine. Like I think I'm great. So yeah. I go. think it'll happen when it's time to happen. But All right. Oh man! A deep edition oh, of the, uh, the Truth one. Jar today. <laughs> I hope, I I uh, I hope I don't have that question coming towards me. <laughs> you're not, you're next. Like, here's what my therapist said. <laughs> I saw this story the other day about fans at uh, an amusement park on a roller coaster, and right as they're going up the real big hill, about 200 feet up in the air, it just stops. The roller coaster is stuck. And then they all have to evacuate while they're all the way up there, 200 feet up in the air. And like, you know, the uh, the stairs on the sides of yeah. roller coasters, mm-hmm. they had to climb all the way down that. Awesome. And Jesse's in here. Just well, it was a bit at, ago. I'm pretty sure this was at Cedar Point. Um, it was at Cedar Point. I didn't know if I should say that. <laughs> Does it make them well, look okay? Well, coasters stop yeah, sometimes. It, they stop sometimes. Why everybody they put was okay. There. You're right. And everyone was okay. But Jesse's in here a little bit ago and he's like, oh, I was so jealous the minute I saw that story. I'm like, I knew that you wanted to get stuck on a roller coaster. <laughs> but you had mentioned that the reason being is because it would make such a cool story and like you were hoping the fire department might come to rescue you. Yeah, let me just make one thing clear. For those that are unclear and unsure and very confused what's going on right now, I told Anna in, in confidence and she... In com- you said it over the air. That is true. So okay. <laughs> what I said is I have a weird dream that I would like to be rescued from a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be on a roller coaster uh, and I'd prefer that we were further away from the steps. Yeah. And I would like to have to be rescued by a fire truck. I want the ladder to come up. I want to I wanna have to come down. And people are like, wow, Jesse, why would you do that? What an amazing story to tell for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. did I ever tell you about the time I was rescued from a roller coaster? I was perfectly safe. Those guys are very sure. trained. They know what they're doing. They strapped you in really well. I do, because this is my dream, by the way, mm-hmm. I have some caveats. And here they are. One, the big one. I don't want to be upside down. I don't want to be in a loop stuck upside down. That's a big no-no. Okay. And two, I don't want to be stuck in direct sunlight. Other than those things, bring well, it on. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out there that I do believe I had I'd read somewhere about this story that it was blazing hot because it's the middle of summer. Well, and they're 200 feet up in the air. And first you have to wait there to find out, oh, it is stuck. Then time goes by and you're like, mm. okay, it's stuck. Okay, nope. Now we have to evacuate you. And then you have to climb down. You're not the only one climbing down those stairs, Jesse. You're climbing down those stairs with a bunch of scared, freaked out people. Hold on. Hold hold. In the hold heat. on. So. Let me let me clear something up here. I don't want the coaster to get stuck for them. I want it to get stuck for me. Well, and, and it just doesn't work. That and way. the thing is this I don't wish it to uh, happen if it wasn't already going to happen. Let me put it that way. But when I hear about these circumstances, I just wish I was there. That's all I'm asking. Walking down the stairs, grab the railing. You know what I mean? I get it. It's not for everybody, but I'm going to have a good time. So you're saying (laughs) roller coasters are bound to get stuck regardless. So you just wish that at one point you could be aboard a roller coaster. I just want a good story to, to tell. Stuck. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want anybody to be traumatized. Maybe you ought to apply for like a part-time job at an amusement park and then you could be the... Don't they have people who like check the rides? Like they get to ride on it oh, as a do. tester? They a ride the tester. track. 
They so walk maybe the track. you could, and you'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to walk it. I'm just going to go ahead and ride it and just stick me on here. And Anna, do not dilute you, my dreams. <laughs> maybe you got to get, a, you get too, paid for it. Maybe I, well, maybe I can become a carny. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Something oh, that thing like was that. on a semi just a little while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it sticks together. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. well, I see you've right. not changed your opinion. I see you haven't either. But I am going to go to Cedar Point here in a couple of weeks and guess well. which coaster I'm going to be riding. <laughs> Magnum XL. Is that what it was? <laughs> I don't it know. Was, it was. Is it? Yeah. Well, you'll find me there. Somebody's yes. on the phone. I think they're going to try to talk me out of it. I worked at an amusement park out in Kansas City. Yeah, Worlds Just, of Fun. You live out there, so you know exactly. I worked the roller coasters. It, it's not as grand as it sounds. But it does happen. I know. They get stuck. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. And I have actually, I actually have seen them get stuck in loops upside down. Yeah. And they do bring the fire department in to yeah. rescue them. Okay, cool. I don't want to be upside down. Okay. So. Well. But I've never seen one get stuck other than in a corner or upside down outside of the lift hill shutting down. Okay, well, you're what? putting a wet blanket on my dream here is what this uh, sounds okay. like. You're saying I can't have it all the ways I want to have it. Well. It's, no, I'm not saying you can't have it that way. I'm just saying your odds are not good. Listen, I understand this is like winning the lottery, okay? <sighs> it's probably not going to happen. Okay. But Anna's not on board. I mean, it just it feels like someone who's like, I wish I could get struck by lightning because it, it no, rarely wanna, happens, but I'll survive. I don't want to get hurt. It'd be a cool story, though, and you No, Anna, that's, and... that is not a good comparison. Okay, that's how it feels I don't to want, me. I don't, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want anybody else to get hurt. I just want to be able to come back on the air on Monday and be like, you're not going to believe what happened. I got stuck <gasps> on... It would be a great story. Well, yeah. I, always, I always say be careful what you wish for because the things that you wish for, they never come true the way that you envision them to come true. There's always a catch. So oh, your wow. little dream, you're wishing for it, it might come oh. true, but there's... We have ourselves a pessimist. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I, I, right. I... By the way, I'm currently watching the video online of the Magnum XL roller coaster, the one that got stuck, and I'm just sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Riding it yeah. on my computer. I, I watched it several times over <laughs> <Okay>. the weekend. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling, bud. Yep. I knew that was going to happen. What's wrong? Well, it's... You've got to admit that it's a ridiculous dream and that majority of people probably do not share that dream. Just admit that. Give me that. I agree. Okay. There. You're right. Then I agree. There's no shock when myself nope. and others... Fair point. But I'm a pessimist. But... You, you, well, you are. You are. <laughs> but... I'm glad everybody was okay on that ride, by the way. It yeah, like everyone a, is safe, so it's all good. There I was yesterday afternoon, surrounded by a group of ladies <laughs> at the Cinemark Milford. I went and saw Barbie because, Anna, I'm a man of my word. Yeah, you are. I, You had asked me multiple times last week, like, are you going to go see Barbie? And I said, I don't have any plans to go see that movie. And I said, but if somebody invites me, I'll go. Yeah. That was it. And then one of our listeners, Cheryl, comes in on, was it Friday? It was, third, it, was. it was late in the week. Anyway, she comes in to pick up a prize, and she hands me this form letter that she had typed out, and it's like, Jesse, you are formally invited to a screening yeah. of the Barbie movie. <laughs> 325 Cinemark Milford, Sunday afternoon. And she even printed a fake tax stage pass, which is something I give you so you can hang out with me outside of work with, yeah. without the required 24 hours notice. 
And she gave it to me, and I don't know if she thought I was actually going to show up or not. But not only did I show up, I, pay, I made sure all their tickets were paid for. Yeah. And I was there surrounded by the ladies at Barbie. All in pink. And yeah, oh yeah. I had that pink Hollister shirt on. Which my friend, by the way, because Jesse has pictures of this posted to our Jesse Anna B105 Instagram page. And my friend's like, why is Jesse wearing a Hollister shirt? (laughs) And I'm like, that's part of the, it was part of the funny side of things. That's exactly what Ken would wear. Is yeah. a pink Hollister shirt. So well, that's- first of all, <laughs> I first of all, I was like, if I'm going to drive all the way out to Milford and commit to this and show up, let me just go above and beyond. Yeah, let you me did. Yeah, find a pink shirt. Yeah, I spent over an hour driving around. I went to three or four stores <laughs> looking for a pink men's shirt. Yeah, I went to Target. I went to Meyer. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods, and then for the win, Marshalls, <laughs> Kenwood, and they had that pink. Hollister shirt. And I go, oh, this works out great. Oh, you didn't go into an actual Hollister? No. Okay. Oh, no. still. That was, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Next up was going to be like <laughs> yeah. Express or H&M. Okay. That was next up. All but right. anyway, I wore the shirt. I went and saw Barbie. The movie was really good. It, um, in some ways, was exactly what I thought it would be. Like, the effects were very practical. But on the other, there, there were some emotional moments in this movie. Yeah. Kind of sad. I thought it was going to be all like goofy and lighthearted and some of it really was but there were moments like i want to say like a quarter of the movie was not that 25 percent of the movie was reflective and it was deep deep it was very deep yeah that's why i liked it so much but i laughed out loud at a couple of scenes will ferrell's in the movie mm-hmm. so somebody sent us a message they're like hey i heard this movie might not be appropriate for kids Listen, anything in that movie that might have been somewhat, if you would call it inappropriate, I would say it would go right over the heads of kids. Yeah. So I think it's perfectly fine. I do. Would you agree, though, that it's maybe aimed towards adults? Like, it's not aimed at children. I would say so, Yeah, yes. that's how I felt, too. Yeah, I would say so, but... But there were a lot of young girls who went and loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're boys. So thanks, thanks to Cheryl for inviting me. Americans and our credit card debt has reached a record high. The average credit card balance in Ohio, more than $5,000, yep. which doesn't sound that crazy, but when you're trying to pay off $5,000, like it it can be hard, especially if you have kids and things like that. And yeah. uh, I don't have any of that to worry about. I am only responsible for myself and I still remain in credit card debt. So I'm part of the problem here with this, which yeah. you know. What? I said, which you know. (laughs) You're joking. Uh, Yeah, so I didn't have a credit card for like 10 years straight. I just got one like four years ago, finally, and it's like a Delta Sky Miles or whatever, and and I use that a lot. It's a good one. Yeah, I really don't pay for flights. Like, it's, I pay like 250 bucks a year, I think, for this, this credit card. It's the annual fee. Yeah. But I get like, anyway, I do, my biggest thing though is, with credit cards, like people are so quick to defend the perks and like the things and the miles and all these things. It's like at the end of the day, it is not worth it. If you can't get out of credit card you debt, can't it, handle is, it. it is not worth it. Yeah. So my, my personal opinion for you, I'm going to give you my advice and um, oh boy. you don't have to take it, but well, this is ahead. really, I would encourage you and I can help you as you know, I, I would encourage you to get out of debt and then get rid of your credit card completely. You don't need a credit card. Well, I wouldn't, if I don't have one, then how can I build up credit moving forward? Because I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm not going to give out my score or anything like that, but I'll tell you, it's not 
It's not the worst. Let me ask you There are you people this. with worse, worse off, but it's not the best. I, I guess my question would be, can you build, do you have any payments on anything? Do you have payments on anything? Not until we get rid of this old uh, junker of a car that I have. No, I, I don't. So I wonder. Other if, than my credit card. I wonder if like your apartment, if they have to, if, they, if that goes towards like your uh, credit report or anything. I have no idea of making on-time payments to your thing. I don't know. I don't. Um, I want to say it all doesn't. Other than my home mortgage, which I know counts towards credit. I had no credit yeah. sources at all. For yeah. 10 years. And I was like at 730 credit score, 740. Like yeah. I had one, I had no car payment, none of that. So I don't know. My, my whole thing is, and this is the crazy thing. This is what blows people's minds. And there are some exceptions. But at the end of the day, why do you need a credit, a good credit score if you're going to pay cash for everything? That Ooh. would be the big question. But that's a lot. Like, you know, people have to borrow money for houses, including myself. Like, you know, and um, I've, you know, I didn't pay for my truck with cash completely. Yeah, no, so. sometimes you do. I don't know. I guess if I actually took the time to pay off all that debt and then got myself a new vehicle, which I would then have payments on, yep. then I could get rid of the credit cards because yep. I would have something that I'm making payments on. I would just say that would be the goal but, and then just start using your debit card, which by the way, those have perks on those too. It's pretty much what I use anyways. Yeah. So the credit card is just dangerous because it has that high number of like, you know, there's no limit sometimes. It does, but when I hear people talk about the perks, like you said, the, the flying mm -hmm. it's for, not worth I mean, it. it's not worth it. You could crazy. just as easily save the money. It's, it is not worth the stress half the time. That's just my personal opinion. And why do you have yours? I, um, because mm. I don't have a problem. Oh. <laughs> Um, not to, not to single you out, but I didn't have it for the longest time. That's why okay. I didn't for the longest time is I was scared there was going to be a, I was going to have a problem with it, but I, I was talked into it for the perks. That is the reason, okay. but I don't have a problem. I continue to pay it. I, if I felt like there was an issue again, I would get rid of it again. So you aren't in, do you pay off your credit card fully every month? Yeah. What? Yeah. My only debt's my house. That's pretty much it. Oh, okay. And that's almost done, so. All right. But, you know, I've been working on this for a little while. Yeah. You know, and with my with my know-how and uh, your go get them spirit, <laughs> we'll have you out of debt by Christmas. <laughs> Let's try. We're going to have to right. put some restrictions okay, in place, though. I'm yeah. sad to say. Over the weekend, I get several Snapchats from Jesse, and he's in the kitchen just cooking up a storm. He found himself a little <laughs> recipe on TikTok. Yeah. And he went ahead and made it, which shocked me because Jesse, you're not you're not one to stray from the broccoli, chicken, and rice situation. No, I've got it. I've got it down to an art of how you, I do things. You do, and I'll oftentimes be like, you know, Jess, this is a real simple recipe. You can try out. He's like, yeah, but yeah, then I'll have to go different places in the grocery store, and That's it's true. just it's going to screw up my routine. But this one got your attention. This recipe you found on TikTok. It was like a protein uh, buffalo chicken pasta yep. type of deal, mm -hmm. and I. And that's exactly why it got your attention. Loaded with protein. Just before we got on the air, Jesse's like, you know why I like this so much? Mm -hmm. Loaded with protein. Well, I'm like, that's what got you to do it. Well, the first <laughs> thing that got me is it looked really cheesy and delicious. Yeah. It was like cheesy looking noodles <laughs> with like a chicken in the air fryer. And I'm like, oh man, that yeah. looks so good. And it combined all the things I love. Mm -hmm. Like it was, the, the reason it was healthy uh, is because it had, uh, it's like they use cottage cheese. Cottage cheese, cream cheese, milk, and then buffalo sauce creates that 
orange cream looking Consist- stuff. Like creamy consistency. And then you mix it with protein pasta, which I've learned is just like chickpeas and all these things. Yeah. It's an expensive way. To, I'm sure I could have bought it cheaper. Yeah. That, and then you just make chicken. And I, I was like, this intrigues me so much. I'm so sold by the way this looks, how good it looks. I went into the store, bought all the things. I spent like, it, I, it felt like it took me for an uh, like an hour and a half to make all this stuff. I got video updates. Oh, the but it made eight and, meals. I was yeah. like, boom, I am good to go. So was it good? Was it worth it? Yeah. It was not as cheesy. It was, I wanted it to be a little bit more cheesy, like have a little bit more like a cheddar taste to it. Um, totally worth it though. Very, very healthy. It's 500 calories. And for those that keep track of this stuff, I'm pretty sure it's like 50, gra- 50 or 60 grams of protein. It's really high. So it fills you up. Yeah. It was, you, yeah, okay. it is great. I mean, yeah, I made eight different meals. Do you think that you will ever stray away from the chicken, rice, and broccoli again? Like, do you think yes. this will be a thing that you start trying to find I might make this again this coming rec- weekend. What about other recipes? You think this has taught um, you that you could... Well, I, I now I follow this new TikTok account, this guy. Look at you. I'm so focused. I'm so, <laughs> like, so laser focused on yeah. one thing at a time. So I'm probably going to go through this guy's account because I like the way he laid stuff out. Okay. So, you know, if I see another thumbnail of a meal that looks good, I'm like... All right, let's add something else to the mix. <laughs> Chef Jesse. I just can't believe it. Yeah, it shocked me. It shocked me that you actually did it. So Anyway, yeah. Right. And it's because I've been buying my meal prep meals lately, so just have somebody else make them for me. <laughs> and those add up after one. It's expensive. Those are seven, eight bucks. Yeah. So, uh, so it's uh, going to be good for the budget. All right. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, there was a woman who called in and said that she met Jesse at the Eric Church concert and he was uh, dismissive and unfriendly towards her when she introduced herself. I met you guys the night of the Eric Church concert, and I felt kind of offended that you wouldn't talk to me. Um, Wait, wait, wait. wait. Jesse wouldn't? No, so I was so excited to see you guys outside. Never met any of you before. And I walked up. Jesse was talking with someone, and I tried to wait. And then he kind of looked at me, and I said, hi, you know, I listen to you guys all the time. And he said, oh, that's great. There's Anna. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> okay. So um, that that is from July 24th. Yeah. Her name is Pam. Yeah. I will never forget her name mm-hmm. after she called me out. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I apologize. I said, you know, I was probably in a conversation with somebody else at the time, but we also, I don't like to be interrupted. And I have, you know, socially, I'm a little awkward sometimes. You're right, intro- Yeah, you're just, you are introverted. And... While you are friendly and you will talk to people, you're not really good at like the whole small talk kind of a thing. Mm-mm. So if you don't have something to say, you really, you try to get out of the situation, right? Yep. So uh, we thought up this little plan, Voices of America Country Music Fest. It starts Thursday and it goes all weekend long. And we have decided upon Jesse's Speed Talking Booth. We are going to try this out while we are at VOA, the music festival. We're going to set up this little table. And we'll have a sign, Jesse's Speed Talking Booth. And for, I don't know, roughly 30 minutes or so, Jesse will dedicate his time to having conversations with any and everyone who wants to speak to him. For, for a minimum of three minutes. Three minute minimum. <laughs> we will set a timer. It's almost like a speed dating kind of a thing, yeah. but it's it's speed talking. So Jesse can't back down. He has to conversate three whole minutes. And then when the timer goes off, if you're done, then you're done. And if I want to keep talking. You can keep talking. If you want to keep talking to me, we'll keep chatting. But if there's a line, I'm sorry. We're going to have to move on to the next person. Um, But this is, you know, for extroverts, this probably seems crazy. They're like, 
three minutes, really? Like, is that, hey, have you ever been in a conversation with somebody you don't want to talk to? And I'm not saying that's what I'm in all of these times. Like, Pam, this lady that we played that phone call from, she seems so nice. She's great. Sadly, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you just aren't sure what to say? Is that what you feel? Like, what's um, the- there? You know, have you ever seen that meme that goes around li- online, you know, when it's like, when you're in a conversation with somebody that's not going anywhere and you've already said, oh, that's cool three times, yeah. that's what is difficult for me. I can't fake it at a certain point. I don't have anything else to say. Right. So, um, but the other problem is Riverbend's kind of crazy. So we figure I'm going to dedicate some time and yep. I will sit down and every person in that window will get at least three minutes of my, you can, have, we can talk about whatever you want. Yeah. It'd yeah. be good for me. And Jesse has to conversate. He can't just sit there and... Is conversate a word? Conversate? Oh, oh, let's gosh. go with converse. <laughs> Jesse has to conversate. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I'm looking it up. Oh, oh okay. Conversate. Informal. Engage in conversation. It's a verb. Huh. It's informal. I don't know what that means. All right. You're not going to call me out for... Uh, well, it's not going to stop me. We'll right. see what happens. So speed talking. So to be like speed dating, but talking. We'll start this Thursday afternoon at Voices of America Country Music Fest. If you're like, oh, this sounds great, but I don't have tickets to VOA. Well, you better get tickets to VOA because yeah. that's where this is going down. <laughs> B105.com. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. My emotion today, it's not a good one, Anna. What is it? Jealousy. Oh, Jess, Why? Well, I heard over the weekend, a uh, coaster up at uh, Cedar Point got stuck going up a hill, and all those people got rescued. They got to get off the coaster, and they got to walk down the stairs. Yeah. They have quite the story to tell, and you know it's my dream at some point in my life. As weird as it may be, <sighs> I'd like to be rescued from a roller coaster. And uh, you think it's strange? Look, everybody was fine. Everybody was safe. And uh, So you are jealous of the people who were stuck on the roller coaster, yeah. is what you're saying. I just okay. want to say, yeah. congrats to them. Okay. <laughs> it is strange. It's just great. But uh, I told Anna, I mean, preferably I'd like to be rescued by the fire department, like by a ladder. It's, yeah. And people are like, why, Jesse? That's weird. That's a little strange. And I go, you are correct. But I'd be telling just, it would be such an interesting story to tell for the rest of my life. What's your emotion? Uh, mine is one of excitement. Although I'm excited over watching you squirm and that will be happening starting, I'm thinking on Thursday at the Voices of America Country Music Fest. Oh yeah! We have decided that we will set up a speed talking booth for Jesse. This is all because Jesse, he's a little introverted and uh, sometimes when meeting listeners, like maybe he just doesn't have much to say, but for a listener, it can sometimes come off on, oh, he wasn't excited to meet me. And that's what happened to listener Pam. She called in a couple weeks ago and said, you know, Jesse, you weren't very nice. When I came up to say hi to you, you kind of just dismissed me. Sorry, Pam. And he's like, no, I'm just introverted. So we we thought Voices of America Music Fest, there's four days and it's the perfect time to set up a little booth. Kind of like speed dating. We'll set a timer, but it's just speed talking. And yeah. and listeners can have uninterrupted time with Jesse where My they just... undivided attention. Talk your ear off. You can't yeah. get distracted. No one can interrupt. And you, Jesse, will be forced to converse with the listeners. Yeah, I'll do it. Three-minute so. limit. Um, Three-minute limit. Set up the ground fine. rules. That's that's that, 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 it's not um, a free-for-all now. This yeah, is not a uh, sure. full-on sit-down, you know, 30 minutes straight now. 
but I just I feel excited to uh, no this is good for go me. Out this is good for me yeah. yeah so we'll set it up we'll let you know when the speed talking booth is open hey it's Jesse and Anna thank you for listening to our podcast if you enjoyed listening you can hit the subscribe button you can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts and also don't forget we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern stream us at b105.com 